the future of photography. So Chris, blast from the past for you from this one. We're having an update from the real world. So uh, oh, strap yourself no speculation in. speculation yeah? today. <laughs> well, uh, it, yeah, yes, yes, and no. This is this is a well. Let me let me let me fill you in. Okay. Uh, so way back on on show number eighteen, which is quite a long way away now, um, uh, we talked about uh, the impact of on-body cameras, uh, and specifically about you know where police officers uh, or any law enforcement officers, I guess, uh, wear a a camera uh, strapped to their vest or something or their shoulder or something like that, right. and how that might impact uh, the behavior of the law enforcement officer as well as the uh, member of the public innocent until proven guilty <laughs> oh i remember and there was this there was this article that compared like the 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 location of uh, of taking the video and how that influenced how it was perceived yeah yeah I remember. yeah that. and 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 do you remember we also had some videos where people had done some experiments sort of psychology experiments and things where right. you looked at the video it looked like they were having a fight but actually exactly, they were just yeah. dancing <laughs> yeah yeah that's yeah. that's what i mean it was very uh, very interesting yeah it was it was well well um, um happily i have to say um a listener uh, with some real world experience has has got in touch with us uh he didn't mind he didn't manage to to listen to the podcast uh at the time um uh but he he's fairly new as a listener but he's catching up and he wrote to us and so cool. um big, first of all big shout out to john um who is actually a, a, a real serving police officer in the usa so he is uh, very well placed to give us some real world experience. Um, and he wrote us uh, a, a, a quite a detailed long note, uh, actually, <laughs> um, and kindly gave permission for us to talk about it on the show. So, um, uh, you know, this show, uh, this show, our show 46 is by way of a, a real world update uh, from the field. <laughs> um on show 18 so um I'll, I'll i'll dive in shall i go ahead go ahead okay so first of all uh, j- just a, a little bit about john uh he says um he spent 12 years as a police officer and an evidence technician uh in a moderately sized metropolitan police department in the united states um, and for the past 10 years he has been working with in-car systems and for five years he's been wearing body cameras so you know plenty this is not new stuff to to john um you know he's got lots and lots of experience of this stuff um and uh you know he uh, he also because of the work he does as an evidence technician um he also has a photography as a mainstream element of his day-to-day work so he uses a, a dslr camera uh, extensively in his work um and uh you know he's even um uh, at times uh written some stuff he's, he says he's written an, an overgrown field guide on the subject <laughs> <laughs> which good. actually you can get from amazon so we'll put a link to that in the show notes oh, right um but uh, a lot of uh, what john had written to us um is in some ways um uh, some responses to some of the stuff that that we've said and, and i'm happy to say right up front um, that the John was very gracious and he said that actually what we had put forward was a, a pretty well measured view um, good uh, so, so he, he wasn't uh, feeling that. the need he wasn't feeling the need to correct us completely but he's, he's got some real world examples so he says and just a, just a, uh, I'll run through his thoughts basically so he said body cameras actually don't affect behavior 
because uh, the the police uh, are, are very used to be recording being recorded by everybody. So I guess maybe um, uh, members of the public will have their their phones and can record and, and stuff like that. And he says, actually, the criminals just don't care. Okay. <laughs> so it doesn't really impact their behaviour. They're, they're clearly you know, not not top of their mind. Because um, because he, why 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 do you think that is? Because they are kind of used to being on camera anyway. I mean, especially especially in places like London, that is the case, right? Well, yeah, but in London, I mean, yeah, I, I, as you know, I spend a chunk of time in London, and uh, although I don't live there, but uh, does, and, does the awareness of of all the, you're pretty much always on camera? Some yeah, surveillance camera yeah, but, is always on nobody, you. But does but that change your behavior? No, not, not really. really. I'm not, I had some colleagues over um, uh, from. Uh, we happened to be in central London uh, with some colleagues from Canada and the States uh, a couple of weeks ago. Uh, and, and they, yeah, we, we talked about it and we talked, uh, you know, and, and, but, you know, as somebody who spends time in London, you just don't think about it. Mm. I think, I think maybe with the, maybe with the criminals and I'm speculating here, maybe they're just caught in the moment. Maybe um, if they are, if they, you know, if they're being chased by the police or, or, you know, stopped by the police, for example, maybe, maybe they've got, you know, higher things on their mind, <laughs> more to worry about. All right. Anyway, back to John. But, but back to John. But John does says actually the real benefit of these things is not the impact they have on behaviour, but of course that they document what happens. And so when you're in court and somebody says, "Oh no, he said, she said, he said, she said," um, uh, actually you've got real evidence there, and you can present the video and you know what was actually said and often what was actually done. As long as you've captured the, it visually, um, it is you know uh, not ambiguous at that point, irrefutable evidence. So. So we've got that. Um, we talked a little bit about as well back on show 18 about complaints and about whether this would help or hinder officers or you know, getting complaints or the public in making complaints. Uh, and John go says, you know, actually um, all police officers get complaints, um, even the best ones. Um, and uh, I, I'm saying this because he has said he's given me permission. He said personally, he has had five complaints in the last 12 years Um uh, uh, only one of those was substantiated, and that was for the the the, the incident that didn't have any recordings, video or audio. Um, uh, he says uh, actually, um, it, it, although the complaint was substantiated, in his words, he was made a scapegoat to satisfy a community loudmouth, um, <laughs> uh, and and so uh, you know that that the. the, the there's potentially other issues there, but not issues about the cameras, if you see what I mean. Um, so uh, then there is um, uh, that what he says about um, uh, free vacation days, <laughs> which possibly isn't as good as it sounds because free vacation days is code for you know, temporary suspensions from duty. <laughs> Um, and uh, that's because um, it, he made a decision in the field that uh, technically might have been against current policy, uh, and uh, that, that that means that uh, you know th there is some evidence of him breaking policy, which means that then triggers you know the immune system, if you like, uh, of, of the police force itself. Um, it's uh, so so that so there's that as a as a feature, but he says also um, on the flip side, uh, body camera footage has totally saved his career and his freedom uh, uh, at least once um, when he was accused of sexual misconduct by a victim, um, uh, and it wasn't true, it, and and the video was able to prove that it wasn't true, um, and so you know the, the, this is you know uh, and. 
this is really serious stuff, isn't it? You know, um, that that these cameras are are playing a playing a role um, in this stuff. Um, right then, on to a comment about you. Actually, um, mm-hmm. <laughs> I think in a positive way. <laughs> oh, oh, I'm just I'm, I'm I'm getting worried now. No, no, I think you'll be all right. I think when you, your your next trip to the US, you're not suddenly going to be apprehended by the police. At um, least not for it, that reason. <laughs> at least, yeah, not for that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> the rest of it's up to you. <laughs> so uh, John says um, that you personally nailed the biggest issue, which is perspective he said yeah when you're wearing one of these things um uh, if you turn your head uh your chest mounted camera doesn't always turn with it okay um when he uh when he brings up his hands uh either offensively or defensively for something to document something with his still camera um often um the video camera's view gets blocked Mm, and so so sometimes there there are issues even though you wear these cameras sometimes you don't capture what you need to capture because either the positioning is not quite right or there's something blocking it or and so uh the the you know actually um perspective is a is a very important thing and being able to see is a very important thing um and then you get to things like sorry say again i have a solution for that oh do you just just give every every, each of the police officers uh, a hat (laughs) <laughs> with a 360 camera on top that permanently records. Uh, well, um, yeah, uh, we, have a, we just we just had that in in uh, Lofoten. Someone, one of the participants, had a 360 camera, and uh, he then has a software. I think we talked about this in the past. A software that that you can then later frame the shot. It just captures uh, 360, yeah. and then you go in and choose the perspectives. And he was doing dances. I was like, "What? What the heck are you doing?" And he's like, "Okay, I'm with his smartphone. He's playing back the 360 footage, and he's kind of virtually framing the shot and recording that framing in real time. So is he's make he's making uh, decisions of the framing after he uh, recorded the video. Mm, it's very fun, very fun to watch because he was making these funny motions and I was like, what are you shooting? What are you shooting? And then I saw on his screen that he was looking at that 360 video. It's very interesting. Ah, uh, okay, okay. Because because doing that all after the fact when you get back to to wherever you're at in the evening sounds to me like how how on earth would you be able to to search through all of that 360 degree footage to oh, to AI find will the right help us thing? With that. Certainly oh, AIs, okay. AI-based will help us with that. Okay, but anyway, let's continue. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So, um, okay, so so what we're hearing here, and, and, and I think this is the message that John, part of the message that, that John got in touch to give us, was that actually there, there, are, there are clear benefits to using body cameras. They, they don't really impact anybody's behavior. So, so you know, where, I guess, me primarily, I was speculating last time we talked on this topic, that there could be a, a psychological impact. Um, apparently, not so much. Uh, but in terms of a, a day-to-day you know, recording evidence kind of impact, clearly uh, very, very valuable. Um, uh, you know, there are downsides. Uh, John says that actually, you know, again, another, another downside, not just that the camera gets blocked, but that actually um, you're a police officer first and a videographer second, <laughs> Of course. <laughs> so, so you know, you go and deal with the whatever the issue might be, and and um, uh, that that then means that sometimes you don't get to turn on the cameras until well into an incident, um, and this is where it does get a little bit psychological, because um, uh, uh, John says actually there is a major impact of that, which is that 
uh, you can get into court or, or maybe in, in the court of public opinion as well. Um, and uh, people will think that if there's no video, then uh. maybe the the police officers are trying to cover something up that or maybe it didn't happen. And and actually, it's not that that was the case at all. It's that you were so busy dealing with it, you didn't get a chance to turn on the camera. So so uh, he refers to this as the uh, like he says much like the CSI effect, referring to the CSI series of television programs, um, uh, of what the public expects a crime scene analyst to be able to do. There is a huge "Where's the video?" attitude that is evolving. So does that mean the that that cameras and especially body cameras have have made the word of an officer less valuable uh, I, well possibly that's a, I, poss possibly um you know, whether people can think of it in those terms or or whether they you know whether it you know a, a lack of video is is a proxy for a, a, an underlying cynicism i don't know um But yeah, I mean, you know, if we get to a point where everything is expe expected to be backed up by video, what does that do to, you know, just the more traditional kind of law enforcement where you, you make you make good judgments and, you know, and and uh, it, yeah, and, and preserve the rule of law? I don't know. It, it that, That's that's one of the scary things for me out of this email. It was like, yeah, what is what does this mean for the future of photography? Well, yeah, is there going to be a big impact on law enforcement? Well, but then, then you know, if you, you you and I speculate about where all this AI stuff is going, and we've seen AI video at work, and we, we've discussed it several times on this show. You mean a video that is altered using an AI? Yeah. So, mm -hmm. so actually, you know, you and I might take a view that if it's on video, it could easily have been fudged or, or edited or something like that, you know, and, and how good are people at understanding um, one, one level sort of technically proving, but another level, how good is the public at understanding that actually this video that they've come to rely upon may in itself be part of the problem if it's been tampered with? Or, or if the perspective has been used to deliberately uh, misguide, I have uh, just just recently seen. It's more of a more of a joke, but uh, you see a, a picture of some Instagrammer, and it's 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 him lying on a like a towel in the on the beach in the sand, holding up a beer, going, "Hey, enjoying my time at the beach." Then you see that same shot from a different perspective, and he's not at the beach; he's lying in a sandbox on a children's playground next door uh, <laughs> lying on the back there and people stand around and going, what the heck are you doing there? So <laughs> it it is perspective is, I think a very important thing. And with more, with different ways to capture, we are changing things, but uh, again, it might influence the value of, um, of other things like a word. Hmm. It's hmm. really challenging stuff, isn't it? And 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 I, I haven't even see... begun to, to to tell you about my new dash cam in the car. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. Well, uh, well, so so, what are you hoping to record with that? Then is it is it your misdemeanors or is it other people's? <laughs> um, other people's, of course. I don't oh, make right, mistakes okay. when I drive. It's always the other people, <laughs> and uh, yeah, just a just a cautionary measure. Even though it might get me in trouble with privacy laws here in Germany, but. Would it? Uh, oh, right, it would, okay, but then on the other hand, video evidence is now officially kind of allowed in some of the courts here. So 
I, but I, do, I, do I take you not have risk. a culture where all the the where all the motorcyclists have GoPros on their helmets and stuff like that? Is that not a thing in Germany? Um, many do, I guess, but it it is it is there's certainly uh, there's certainly a privacy implication. But that would take this show down another down another rat hole. So mm, yes, yes. <laughs> well, I, I look forward to seeing your new dash cam YouTube channel. <laughs> No, definitely. Do you know what not, I've driven in Germany? Not People in Germany happen. tend to drive tend to drive quite well, actually. <laughs> mm-hmm. We have to we have to go to driving school for a month. Maybe you should maybe you should get in your car and drive to Belgium and use your dash cam there. That'd be good. <laughs> Would it? Uh, my well, my my limited experience of driving in both Belgium and Germany, I think Belgium would generate more interesting videos. And I'll stop right there. <laughs> but that's probably if i've got to that point of considering it that probably is a point we should wrap up the show but thanks again to john and and thank you john for letting us talk about your own personal experiences um it's been great um i hope we've done that justice um please let me know if i haven't um and if i've got anything wrong i'd be very happy to to publish a correction but but thank you again um uh, it's really good to have this kind of information and um gives us yeah plenty to think about all right, so that brings this episode to an end, episode 46 of The Future Photography. We'll be back in a week talking about manufacturing methods of all things. All right, until then, take care. Bye. You've been listening to The Future of Photography, a production by Adrian Stock and Chris Marquardt. Subscribe to the show wherever you get your other podcasts. Find the show notes and more information at thefutureofphotography.com. Hold up. 